0: What's going on in the in podcast family? I have two guests with me here again. Last episode, um, me and Trey had a really dope conversation centered around preaching and communication. But this time we back in the shop uh, with my boy, Mike. Everybody know Mike. But this time we got a new guest. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. One of my best friends on the planet. Jamal Majet, is in the yes, shop with us today. Um. So, dude, so I titled the podcast in the end podcast because Ecclesiastes 7, 8 says that better is the ending of a thing than the beginning.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so my belief is that each conversation leaves people better in the end. Um, but I also believe that each guest leaves people better in the end. So, dude, I would love for you to just share a little bit of your story, a little bit of your testimony. So people that who don't know you, who aren't familiar with you, know who you are.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, and you know me, I can I can get it rolling, so yeah, you know yeah, stop yeah. me wherever you need to. Um, but um as you said, uh Jamal Majet, I'm from Durham, North Carolina, the best city. Shout out the North Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Okay, we all from Durham. Cool, alright. Um, but yeah, from Durham, North Carolina, uh both of my parents are pastors. Heard we got another PK over here. Yes, yeah, sir. So, um yeah, burn born in Durham, North Carolina. Um, PK, um, man, really just, uh, went to early college, went to, uh, North Carolina Central University, right now, getting my, uh, master's in clinical psychology, um, but, uh, my story kind of really don't match what you would think of a PK, you know, I didn't, I didn't been through, you know, some stuff that don't really match, uh, PK life, but uh, But you know, still we persevere. <laughs> but um yeah, man, so I actually we actually were just talking about this a very important part of my story. Uh, we actually were just talking about this like a couple of days ago when we was on the phone. Um, a lot of people assume because I'm a PK that I haven't saved all my life. Yeah, right, not true right. <laughs> not true at all. Uh, actually, um, and I got saved, you know, connected with Pastor Manny. And, like, once I really started going to One Life uh, through World Overcomers. And that was really my, like, decision to give my life to God. Yeah. And so uh, me and Jayana were talking about that. And, you know, I kind of wanted to differentiate kind of the difference between, like, being saved and actually giving yourself to mm-hmm. God. Uh. And so, sure, I knew Jesus died for me. At a young age, I knew God was real. I prayed. I had conversations with God. I never had problems praying and hearing a response back. But it means something completely different to give your life to God, right? Right. Like to actually start sacrificing for God. Up until that point,
0: I was not doing that. Sacrifice is the word, though. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is this is an incredible pivot because we wanted to center this conversation around obedience. Yeah, Um and. I really think that that's a big struggle for a lot of our generation. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why we struggle with obedience is because Jackie Hill Perry, she has this quote um, that if God is holy, then he can't sin. Mm. If God can't sin, then that means he can't sin against you. And since he can't sin against you, shouldn't that make him the most trustworthy being there is? Um, And I recite that quote to say that, I don't think that our generation disobeys God out of a lack of love for God. Mm -hmm. I think our generation disobeys God Uh, out of a lack of trust for God. Absolutely. Um, And so since we don't trust his character, Mm -hmm. since we don't trust his nature, since we don't trust who he is, we can have that preconceived notion that he's died for us. Mm -hmm. But if we don't actually have that intimacy and that relationship with him, then we will never actually be able to develop and build that relationship with him mm-hmm. to obey him. Yeah. Um, you know, I've come to the realization, y'all, y'all both know me, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I've come to the realization that all obedience is, is an opportunity. Right? So back in 2020, when I started creating social media content, all that was, was obedience. Mm-hmm. If I had not been obedient, I would have never gotten the opportunity that I have now. And I think the issue is that a lot of people don't see obedience that way, mm-hmm. right? Um, is my Bible, do we have my Bible? Can someone grab my Bible from that book bag? It's the one with my initials on it. This it should be like in the front.
2: You got the straps in the back. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you well, so much. The phone right. So all obedience is is an opportunity. I kind of want to.
2: That thing tatted. Yes, sir. Bro,
0: it's tatted. It is tatted. (laughs) I (laughs) kind of want to go to Abraham, right? Because had Abraham not been obedient to God,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: he never would have realized the opportunity. Abraham, God tells Abraham, yo, um, I need you to go kill your son. Mm -hmm. And Abraham's like.
1: Any any sane human would be
0: like. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, no, literally, because let's think about this. Abraham quite literally prayed for Isaac. Mm-hmm. He quite literally was like, yeah. God, I need, I need a son. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. gets this son. Yeah. And then God, oh, God asks him to sacrifice <sighs> Isaac. But if Abraham was never obedient, he would have never known God as a provider. Right. Because yeah. if he was never willing to sacrifice Isaac, Mm -hmm. He would have never had the understanding that God can provide a ram in the bush in the time of trouble. The same thing is true with David. Um, Had David not been obedient to his father to go and take his um, brothers, their first lunchables. If he had not been obedient to go give lunch to his brothers, he would have never had the opportunity to kill Goliath. Mm -hmm. And the same is true with life. Like if we don't understand that all God is trying to do with our obedience is give us an opportunity then I think we miss the key aspect of obedience. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy when you was talking about that, I was like, wow. Because something I noticed is a lot of people try to make a spectacle of being obedient to God. As if everything- Jesus. As if everything that you need to be obedient about is something worth bragging about. Sometimes what you need to be obedient about the most is the one thing you don't really want to talk about. <laughs> like it's Golly. the one thing I don't so I kind of get a little weirded out when I everything God telling you to be obedient about is don't require no type of sacrifice. Everything just lined up with what you had planned to. Right. All of that is obedience? That's good. Bro. Obedience and your plan is matching up. That don't that don't match the character. Of God. Absolutely. Right. Because sometimes God to just really take, like, he'll really restructure our plan just to reiterate, hey, I'm still in control of this.
0: And right. and I think that's that's crucial. Yeah. Like, understanding that obedience is sacrifice. Yeah, we sure. love to quote obedience is better than sacrifice. But the truth of the matter is obedience is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me being obedient to God required me to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I spent thousands of dollars on equipment. I spent hours and hours and hours studying and understanding the Bible. I've spent hundreds of dollars on books and commentaries trying to understand scripture. That was a sacrifice that I needed to make for me to be obedient to God. Right. I think that if we don't understand. That it's going to require something from you. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You being obedient is going to require something of you that you have to be willing to say, okay. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. I know it doesn't make sense. But I'm still willing to be obedient to you. I'm still willing to listen to you. Although I may not understand why you want me to do this right now, I'm still going to be obedient, even when I didn't have money. Mm -hmm. My first camera that I bought to start creating content was $200. But I was obedient to start. I was obedient to do what he called me to do, regardless of whether or not it made sense to me. And I think that is what we have to become more used to when it comes to obedience. Mm -hmm.
1: It's human nature. Yeah. Not trust. Without knowing, we kind of put human and God in the same categories as far as trust is concerned. I I saw this illustration um, in the library of a man holding a bigger teddy bear behind his back but trying to take a small teddy bear from a little girl. Yeah. She doesn't want to let go because she doesn't know what's in store. But if you know what's in store, there's no trust. There's no way to build trust. There's no way to fully submit. When you fully submit your life, there will be a shift and you will be able to tell. But it will it will take some sacrifice for sure.
0: Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. I think another crux that we fall on when it comes to obedience is the fact that we think we need to have it all together. Mm. Yeah, that's true we think that we need to have everything in line everything lined up for us to be obedient
1: and this uh, and it's kind of swaying off a bit but people are church hurt and are are scarred from certain things happening to church and they're hurt from certain programs certain communities Mm -hmm. and they want to wait until they're spiritually ready to go back when in reality you need to go now in order to get right it's hard to trust though because you, you know it's not every church is the same. Not every yeah. community is the same. And it's, it's hard to take that jump and that risk to fully submit. But, but to just go ahead and, and, and get into that relationship with God is, is, is... But, bro,
0: I think that's like a very important point because the problem has the problem is that we have become so hurt by people that we are starting to project that hurt and that distrust onto God. Mm. And so since people have hurt us and since people have betrayed our trust, and since people have betrayed us, we have started to project, project the feelings of hurt and betrayal mm-hmm. and distrust onto God, put up that wall. which makes us mm-hmm. hesitant to be obedient mm-hmm. because we don't even trust Him. Mm-hmm.
2: That's fair. But that's, that is also fair that people are doing that. And I also want to validate somebody who's actually going through that season, because in reality... We are supposed to be reflections of God. Yeah. Absolutely. And so what we have is a whole bunch of bad reflections of God walking around, mm-hmm. interacting. Golly.
0: He came with out with Say that. Angels, he definitely bro. came out saying that. you Jamal trying to get another podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> He's trying to get another podcast. Hey.
2: episode. But, like, imagine, like, you keep hearing about this God, but yet it's rare that you find a good reflection of him wow. in a person.
0: That's good, And bro. you're
2: reading... Like, imagine somebody, like, going to read God, like, they're reading and God is revealing his plan for us to them and what he really wanted to do in the earth. Then that same person who's not a believer looks at the body of Christ and is like, okay, this is not what I see. Mm -hmm. So how can I fully dive into something that doesn't reflect, like, y'all not even meeting y'all status quo. Yeah, yeah. How can I change minds? and go the way that's supposed to be the right way supposed to be the way that's going to lead to my salvation where i don't see good reflections of salvation around me so i don't know if salvation is worth it yeah
0: that's real worth is a part
2: of trust no that's that
0: whoa 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 that's golden. whoa
2: yeah that's a bar yeah that's a bar that's golden I love it got to it, it be some type of worth in it for me to trust.
0: There has to be some level of value. Um, and I think the problem is we have, oh, Jesus. We have yeah. gotten into Go these, mm-hmm. these parts of our lives. We have gotten into these places in our lives where we have so many people taking value from us. Mm. But we have never had a relationship with people who mm. are pouring value back into us. And so when it comes to our relationship with God, we we can become hesitant because we don't really understand that he is the one. Because, like we said, oh Jesus, thank you, Holy Ghost. Like we said, obedience is sacrifice. Yeah. So it's still gonna cost you.
1: Yeah,
0: it's still gonna take some value from you, but what you get in return is good measure, pressed uh-huh. down, Say shaken again. together, and running uh-huh. over. Yes, sir. Um, but you don't see that on the front end. Uh-huh. Um, and so to make that investment, to make that sacrifice, to be obedient um, is vital because once you understand that your obedience is just a door, it is a door into something that you can't even imagine. Mm, absolutely. Um, and really yeah, I think, cool. I think value and worth you is see, but key elements.
1: Like you said, there are people that take value, but there are a lot of people that talk to place the amount of value that you have over your life based off of what you've been through, based off of what you currently do. But I will say, building a relationship with God on your own and building a relationship with a community through God is different. Building a relationship with God through a community can be, like you said, there are so many people out here trying to live it that just aren't living it. you know, And they're running these churches, they're leaders and they're communicators, but it's hard to get that, that sweet spot when you know, okay, this is a church that I can trust. But when you're really in your word and your praying and your fasting you will build a relationship with God. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, I want to you talking like made my brain bounce. Um, Jesus says this in Matthew, I think it's 5. Matthew 5:17. 5, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. Mm-hmm. For I have not come to abolish them but to fulfill them. Truly, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an, ino- not an iota, not a dot will pass away from the law until it is accomplished. Jesus's goal, his mission, was to die for our disobedience. We, Paul talks about this in Romans. Um, he essentially is going through in the first couple of chapters of Romans and telling us how awful. He's just kind of like y'all suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all y'all got to get it together. And then he sorts. He sort of starts to explain that it is impossible in our own strength mm-hmm. for us to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. which is why Jesus had to be sent. Right, right, right. So it is impossible. I'm actually gonna read it so people don't be like, oh, that's wrong. Yeah, he went ah. off
1: though because they, you know, sexual immoralities were still going on. I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, nah, y'all doing. <laughs> I got to break this down. Y'all.
0: Paul was like, God, let me get yeah. this. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, here it is. Um, Romans 320. For by the works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight since through the law comes knowledge of sin. So what oh. Paul is talking about in Romans is that you can't even be justified through the law because you in and of yourself can't fulfill it. So all mm-hmm. the law was meant to do in Genesis, I mean, in Exodus, in Leviticus, all the law was meant to do was to show humanity how sinful we are. Mm-hmm. That was God's intention of the law. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened was people started to think of the law as the physical aspects of the law, which is why the Pharisees were such headbutters with Jesus, mm-hmm. because they thought of it as the physical intention of the law mm-hmm. and through that lens, they were blameless. Well, I ain't sleep with nobody, so that's not a problem. But see, when Jesus comes, he says, Even if you look at a woman lustfully, mm-hmm. you have already committed right, adultery it, in bro. your Absolutely. heart. Right. Right in your inner man. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jesus is talking about the law from a spiritual intention of the law. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, I think that what Paul is talking about in Romans is that he's sort of showing us. That you in and of your physical being cannot fulfill the law, but it is through the spirit man that is within you Mm -hmm. that helps you fulfill the law. And so I bring all of that up to say that our, our flesh, our human nature is naturally disobedient to God. And so Jesus comes into the world Mm -hmm. so that he can die for our flesh. He can die for our disobedience and through him and his spirit, that is how we are able to be obedient to god that our obedience is found in the holy spirit the holy spirit empowers us to be obedient to god that even when i don't trust you i'm obedient to you because you live in me right
1: yeah Mm
0: -hmm. and i think if we don't understand that obedience comes from within obedience comes from a conviction if i don't have a conviction about watching pornography I will never be obedient to not watch pornography. If I don't have a conviction about it don't even have to be something that deep. If I don't have a conviction about not lying no more Mm. then I will never I will never step into that because I don't know the spirit that lives within me. And so it's like we have to get to a place as a culture to where we understand that it is the spirit of God that lives in us Mm. that is the doorway to that obedience, right? Absolutely. You cannot be obedient in your own power. We naturally are disobedient. Right. Yeah. We yeah. just, in our in our natural state, we are disobedient. Um, and if we don't get to a place to where it's like, no, God, I need your help. If this is what you're calling me to do, I need your help to fulfill it. Then I don't think we'll ever be able to fully step into that and fully fulfill that.
1: Sometimes God's got to rock your ship a little bit for you to wake up. It's yeah. it's so sad because we get so comfortable and, and we get an autopilot. Every day we go through the same things mm-hmm. and we get so stagnant, we get comfortable, and we put God in that back pocket. And God's like, wait a minute, you still need me. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna rock that ship a little bit for you to tighten up for sure.
0: Yeah. Shoot. He
2: has <laughs> rocked my ship <laughs> personally. Yeah. Like, um, and it, it was a it was a perfect segue um to when God really like rocked my ship, and it's when I broke my knee being a dancer since I was two years old. Dance had became my identity, specifically dance through ministry. Mine, dance, and you know my um, parents and this. My parents did it. My brother did it. My family did it. You know the name of the ministry, Panay, was growing in a way. Um, God was doing an amazing thing. Um, he was transitioning us and boom, I broke my knee mm-hmm. and I realized like, oh shoot. When I broke my knee, I don't know who I am outside mm-hmm. of dance. Wow. Outside of like, I got people that's around me, but I don't know who I am outside of this. And it was, had I not gone through that, that, that rocking of my ship, I don't know if I would be as secure of my personal identity today but it's in that breaking and it's in that moment where God can really show you, Hey, I'm in control. Right. Yeah. And now I need to show you who you are outside of what you have boxed yourself into. Mm-hmm. So it's that's, another level yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. that's another level of, that's another level of obedience is letting God rock your ship. And then now you not even wanting to be in this, this rock ship, And letting God, okay, now this is the purpose I have for you here. It's like, oh wait, I don't want to talk about the purpose you got for me here. I want to know why I'm here. Why am I here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's 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 crazy. So like, (laughs) it it brought it brought up two different stories in my head. Okay, so first of all, um, it reminds me of the story of Jonah.
2: Okay, like
0: doing something that you don't necessarily want to do. Yeah, right. I'm sending you this way, Jonah. Right. And Jonah's like, hell no. I'm <laughs> in a completely different yeah. direction. And God having to be like, no, 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 no. I'm sending you here for a reason. Yep. You might not understand it. Mm-hmm. You might not get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sending you here for a purpose. And I think sometimes we think that, like, God won't make us be obedient. Uh, he will sit you down. He will sit you <laughs> down in a hurry. Literally. Um, so, like, that's the first story that I had. And then the second story is that, like, the reason why I got into social media was my pastor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, my pastor was sort of like, yeah, you need to learn how to do video. Yep. You need to learn how to edit. You need to learn how to do all of this stuff. And I was just kind of like, I don't need no. to learn this. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> what do I to learn this for? I yeah. need to learn how to preach. Right. Yeah. And him just sort of being like, yeah, no, but you still need to learn video. So, like, I remember he being did. at the church the next day. And them being like. Teaching me how to like go through Premiere and learning how to edit video. And I'm just like, why am I here? I do. I literally do not want to be in this place. I like I was so mad. And it, our, it was a couple of months ago that the Holy Spirit like had reminded me mm-hmm. that I would not have stepped fully into the purpose of God that he had on my life if I wasn't obedient to my pastor. Yep. And so there's moments where God sends people in our lives to show us our purpose, to show us our future. But if we're not obedient to the wisdom that God has given those people, I think we can sort of veer off and start to think that we know better than God.
1: God can send anybody for one. Yeah. Like, I'm be scared to learn from anybody. is so many older people. I cut so many people and they, they have some old people have the principle of not listening to people younger than them for yeah. whatever reason and feeling yeah. like they don't know enough. I'm oh, like, my brother, you're blocking <laughs> so many blessings. Yeah. So many blessings. I got some gems from my godson alone. I'm like, where are you
0: learning this stuff from? But you yeah. you have to be open-minded
1: and open ear
0: to grow. <sighs> That's real. That is real. Um where where are we at? We're at 23 minutes. 24. 24. 24. Okay. Um, that sounds like a good place for us to wrap. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not. We can, we can. I mean, y'all down to shoot another one? We can do a yeah. part two of this exact same conversation. Because mm-hmm. there's so the much phone. stuff that like I is left out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right, fam. Listen, um, if you enjoyed this episode, if you liked this episode, I need you to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Um, if you're on YouTube, leave us a comment. I read every single comment. Um, and so I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Um, if you're on Apple and Spotify, leave us a rate, leave us a review. Um, I literally read all of those. I go through all of those. And so I will catch you guys in the next episode where we are going to continue this conversation on obedience. All right. Love y'all. Peace.